Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to a little East Coast, West Coast edition of Advantage Connors. Coming to you from the West Side, as always, your host, Brett Connors. And all the way across the country in Florida, Jimmy Connors. What's going on down there? I'm about getting ready for bed down here. I'm three hours ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get to it. We've got a lot to talk about. and, and uh, But I, had a, I am going to tell you that I had an overnight flight coming uh, from L.A. Uh, down to Fort Lauderdale. And... Uh, gives me a chance to uh, get on get on the plane and go nonstop so I don't have to worry about my bags or any flights being canceled or delayed or any of that. And I'm, I'm playing in a golf tournament down here, which I'm looking forward to with my friend David Schneider, who we've been friends since, uh, since we were both kids, about 20, 21 years old, growing up together, playing tennis together and, and uh, just traveling together and all that. So we're, I'm playing a golf tournament with him. And seeing your sister, nice. and, uh, and we, I haven't seen her in in quite a while, so uh, get to see her and and Casey and and spend a little time. But uh, those overnight flights, son, I want to be honest with you, uh, I think I'm getting a little bit too old for those. Yeah, they they wear me out, and and uh, it's it's not once I get on the plane I'm okay, but it's you know getting down there and getting organized and getting on the plane and and then everything that that goes on in between. And then getting my bags and getting to the hotel, you know, from from leaving the house uh, in Santa Barbara to getting to the hotel here in Florida is is eleven and a half hours. Yeah, that's a long day for me. And and uh, so I I think I'm going to sharpen up and I'm going to start flying during the day. So when I get here in the evening, I'll be good and uh, you know kind of you know not have to worry about the jet lag. So anyway, um, it was a good day. The sun was shining. I got to hit a few golf balls. Nice. I saw your sister. I saw Obs for a minute, and then uh, she had football practice, so ah. she went to football practice. And you got a and, you got a room you got a little room service on the way, which isn't so bad. Um, um, uh, I'm I'm gonna I, I'm drinking a Perrier <laughs> uh, and and uh, some chicken wings. So 
I'm uh, I'm I'm styling. I'm styling at the moment, but uh, I'm tired. I was hungry. I'm tired, and uh, I'm happy to do the podcast with you. So nice. Well, what do you want to talk about? To, what What's good to talk about? Put your feet up and hang with us while we relax and shoot the shit. Um, you've been unlucky with some of your travels lately. I know that you took some flights to uh, to Austin and then back back to Missouri. You've had some bad luck, so I'm glad you made it down there safe. Schnittles and you are going to be ham and egging it in the golf tournament. I wouldn't want to be playing against you guys. And, uh, <laughs> I, 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 he picked me as a partner, but I, uh, which is a mistake. I, I've got him as a partner, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we we hit a few balls and played a few holes today, and and his game is on point. So you know we're we're not favored, but we might sneak in there. Uh, when does we it start? Might, you know tomorrow. Uh, no, Friday. Friday. It starts on Friday and uh, 27 holes on Friday and 18 holes on Saturday. And then we, uh, you know, if we make it in there, we have a, we have a shootout. And, you know, uh, may the best man win. But, uh, nice. you know, it, it, it's fun. And, and there, I have a lot of friends down here that uh, that I've known for many, many years. And and uh, it's fun to kind of hang with them and play some golf and, and uh, have a chance to, you know, to yeah, catch up. Uh, bring, bring. Yeah, but to bring my game from the West Coast, which is different golf, right? It's totally different golf, and and uh, uh, you know down here to play, and so it's it's going to be a fun week. I'm I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Well, you have to give us some updates. We can uh, tweet them out so everyone can stay up on the action. Uh, I actually played my first round of golf since I had the old back issue and appendicitis. I had a rough fall for my golf game. Didn't get a lot of swings but uh hit a couple hit a couple days worth of balls and my back held up good so took it out to the course with my friend chris castro that i work with one of the best tds in the business and his girlfriend we uh were out there playing 18 holes yesterday in the beautiful sunset it was nice so the back held up uh still don't feel like i'm ripping it you know like i took a couple little videos you filmed me and to see how I was swinging, I can tell I'm I'm really arming it. I'm armadillo in it, and so yeah. But I mean, it's it's going to take you a while to to get the confidence in that. And I mean, you you've had a, a tough you know six seven months of uh, of not really feeling that great. And and uh, you know you you know when you said you were the other day when when uh, you know we called and you said I'm out playing golf. I'm going wait a minute, <laughs> you know you know. And I was kind of saying you know and and you send me a uh, a photo of, of at the range with some balls. And then you said, well, I'm out playing, you know, that's a, that's a totally different feeling of going out and trying yeah. to make full swings. And, but if, uh, if your back held up, then, uh, you know, the, the shots that you've had, uh, I don't, I don't know if we ever said what you exactly what you had, but I know you had an epidural. Yeah. Uh, and I had an epidural and, and then I had, uh, another one that, uh, deals with the, the sacroiliac, I think. I'm not saying that right, but my friend Bill Robson would be able to help me out. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, that That's the one I actually think it was because they gave me the epidural and that didn't, I could barely feel it. But then when they stuck that needle in and the, the sacroiliac, whoo, it was, <laughs> it was brutal. So um, I don't know. You're, you're saying that pretty good. I'm going to have to, you know, call you on that a couple of times, <laughs> but you're saying that pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I've been biking. Uh, another thing I've been doing uh, just to, just to add to, I know that uh, we've talked about our cold showers in the past and, and the sauna. Mm-hmm. We love our saunas. We're trying to get you a sauna up there. Another thing I've tried a few times that is a little like, you know, maybe funky to some people, but I've tried it and it's awesome. Have you ever had a sound bath before? No. A sound bath. Is, I, don't th- I don't think I've ever heard of that. What is that? 
So a sound bath is like you're in a room. It depends. Like you, I take it at the gym just because it's like a, f- a free thing at the gym. But it's just somebody and they sit in the front of the room and they have like these bowls, like these kind of like, you know, ceramic bowls, I think. And then they have like a little like stick with like a soft uh, tip to it. And then they, they kind of like bang the, the bowls and then they can like circle the the little wand thing or whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm butchering it, but they circle it kind of around the bowl and it makes mm-hmm. these like sounds. And it's like, it almost oh. like puts and like you sit there for like 30 or 40 minutes and you kind of close your eyes, you put a towel over your head or whatever to relax and, and kind of disconnect. And uh, like these sounds kind of get into your, you know, into your ears and into your brain and like your whole body, you know, 70% of your body is water, right? And so like right. this, like these sound vibrations kind of go into your body and like work their way through kind of, you know, the water and everything. And it almost puts you in this like kind of catatonic, like sleeping state where you're like, oh boy. you know, like you're awake, but like you, it feels good. You know, it almost like you want to like stay in it and just kind of keep it like, it's like just slowly like, you know, putting you to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've been mixing in with the saunas and the cold showers, sound bath. If oh. you ever ha- have a chance to try one, uh, I definitely suggest it. Well, uh, I might have to look into that down here mm-hmm. if, that, if that's available. Yeah. yeah but, uh, you know, it, it, sound, it sounds to me like, uh, and, and it's, it's kind of, you know, uh, we, we kind of forget that, that, you know, we're busy and we're going and we think if we go and ride the bike or, or we go to the gym or whatever, it, that there's more to it than, than just kind of pushing yourself and, and working your body that, you know, doing things that calm yourself and, and kind of get, you know, get to the, the other way, know, the, yeah, the body, uh, the body, the mind and the spirit of, 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 of everything that goes on within yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of lose that, uh, and you know, and and uh, ac- actually, it's something that uh, I've been kind of looking for is, is something that kind of calms me down. Mm-hmm. You know, because I get up every day, and you know, and I get going, and I'm up, and you know, uh, get dressed, and get on the bike, and go ride the bike, and go up the hills, and push yourself, and go, and discipline. You know, and 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 you're you you get you get lost in that sometimes. You know, it, it, to the point where. You know, sometimes it's better just to, you know, to feel that, mm-hmm. that, that the calmness mm-hmm. that it takes for your body also. And, and uh, actually, I want to talk to you more about that after we get off the phone. Okay. So uh, that's something I might want to do. Yeah, that would we, be great. You're right, though, because so much of especially like Western culture, so much is go, 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 go. You know, it's uh, get up and have your coffee and get your shower and get your food and get your stuff and get going and, you know, get grinding and keep, you know, keep working and which is all good, but then there's not a lot of talk about like the other half of that, like the yin to that yang, right? Is like, right. you know, you're right. Like is, if you're jacked up and you put in your, you know, 10, 12 hours a day of work and doing your stuff and taking care of your business. Well, what about the other side? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you still got to yeah. like treat yourself good and, and take time to relax and, you know, like, you know, take cold showers or just, you know, work out, exercise, eat healthy, all the good stuff like that, meditate. And so it's kind of like that. It's like a little bit of like a meditation because like when I try to meditate, it, my, my brain races, like I've always mm, ha- had a tough right. time sleeping, you know, and especially now with phones and so much media, like if I look, you know, sometimes I'll, in the morning I'll look and it's like, oh, it's only, you know, 530 AM. I still got to look, you know, a couple hours, but then my, you know, I'll see a notification and that'll make my brain think of this. And oh, what about that tennis score? Did I check? Oh, now I, and then boom, I'm awake, you know? Right. So yeah. the, the cool yep. thing, the cool thing about the sound bath, I thought was that because there's this sound and this vibration. 
it kind of like kind of helps fill in. It doesn't give you the time for your brain to like ramble on onto all this like crap, you know, you're uh, like the sound is like kind of filling in well, that void and kind of uh, helps relax you. But it also you, you get rid of the phones and and then and, and all the other noise around. Right. So oh, yeah. You're you're. Yeah, so that that to me is the most important. You know, sometimes I just want to throw my phone out the window. Yeah, me too. I'm <laughs> and, so tired and to, of it. You know, give me a minute. You know, just you know, don't ring, don't buzz, don't do anything. Just give me, give me a minute to take a breath. And and uh, you know, not that you know, the, you know, this is the most important phone phone number in the world. But you know, I've got you, I've got your sister, I got your mom, I've got you know, uh, friends, and I've got you know, business, and I've got this and that. So sometimes you forget that, you know, a breath sometimes is not a bad thing. Right. Uh, and, and if you can take that breath and, and, and that, that, that gives you that extra energy then when you get back and go to work, that you're ready for it. So I, I want to talk to you more about that. I, I'd be interested in trying that. That, that, uh, that, that. that might be something worthwhile for me. Yeah. Maybe we'll go do a, uh, the cold. What do we do? The cold... Uh... Not the shower, the cryo? but yeah, the cryo. We'll do the cryo and then go take one or something together. It'd be fun. I think we, you'd like we, it. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of I miss the cryo. Me too. Uh, you, you know, for, for those who don't know, the cryo is you go in and I think, what, what is it, minus 210 or 220 yeah. degrees. Uh, and, and you go in and, and you stand in, in for three minutes at maximum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, and if if you could last that long, and and you know, if uh, and you walk out of there, and it's it's the most amazing feeling. But if you stay in there any longer than than three minutes, you freeze to death. Right, <laughs> so, you start losing uh, limbs. You know, uh, I'm, I'm 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 counting down three, two, one. Open the door. Yeah, <laughs> you know, let me out of here. Yeah, but uh, you walk out of there feeling amazing, and uh, we got to get back into that. Yeah, great. Yeah, I think for the same reason as the showers, that uh, what it does is it slowly, it like it'll kick in for three to four hours after you take it. Like if you take a long mm-hmm. enough cold shower, you know, for a minute or ninety seconds or whatever with good cold water, um, the dopamine in your brain will release itself slowly. It doesn't just saturate it and dump it all at once. So what it does is it slowly lets it out over the next like three or four hours. So like you kind of keep feeling better and better as like time goes on. So I think the cryo is a little bit like that, but. All right, enough. So, uh, so, so do, do you think anybody uh, released any dopamine down in Australia over the last couple of weeks? Ooh, that is a transition yeah. right there. I like that. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, that's that's uh, that's a good idea. Let's go back down under for our last check-in of the Australian Open 2023. And I gotta say, we kind of look pretty smart. I mean, I know it wasn't yep. uh, wasn't the hardest call for Joker, but Djokovic and Sabalinka. Our girl Sabby comes through, gets her first Grand Slam title uh, in a yep. really good, really good three-set match against R- uh, Rybakina. I mean, she's going to be good for a long time, I feel like. Uh, so you're starting to kind of see maybe some of the players who are going to fill in, you know, the top 10 for the next, you know, foreseeable future. But talk to me first yep. about Sabby. What did you think about that? I, I liked it. Uh, you know, we we had talked about her for the last couple of weeks anyway, and and. And uh, you you picked her from the very beginning and and to, you know, as long as you don't go in there and just give it away and serve your double faults and and just give it and make them work for it. And and even if they hit a winner, you said it, you know, mm-hmm. let them hit it. Yep. You, you know, at least they're beating you. You're not giving it to them. And and, uh, you know, for her to come through like that and, 
you know, you, you picked her from the very beginning. You liked her. You, yeah. you thought that, you know, she was coming into her own and, and that it was time for her to win. And, uh, and boy, did she come through and uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very happy for her. And, and uh, I hope she doesn't go into, you know, to that post grand slam funk, Yeah, you know, where, where you, you go and you party and, you know, I mean, it's okay to party and, and enjoy it and all that, but you know, what happens next week when you have to go up, up against and, and, and try to win another tournament. Right. I, I hope she doesn't do that because if not, then her confidence should be soaring right now. And, and, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great Australian open for her. I'm, I'm happy for her. Yeah. She's super likable. I mean, uh, you know, I, I picked her to be, uh, on that side. Didn't know if she would win it all, but was thinking that she had the ability to take the next step having only made a semi before. So she makes the final wins. You mentioned the double faults. I mean, I'm sitting there watching. I ha- I bet on her. I had her. I had her to win from the semis on. Then I had her again in that match on the live line. She had five double faults in her first three service games. And mm-hmm. then zero the yeah. rest of the way. Yeah. So I, I, I watched quite a bit of that. And and to be honest with you, you know, you, you know, I, I don't watch a whole lot of tennis, but I, I do get involved in it. And, but for me to sit down and, and to watch quite a bit of that match, I was interested in just that, uh, that how she would handle that. And if, if, if she would be able to overcome the double faults, mm-hmm. even though she started out, it seems she started out a little nervous, Yep. you know, which is okay. You should, it's the finals of a grand slam. And, in her first final, even though she had been to the semis before, but boy, did she handle it! And and uh, uh, and and the way she played in, in the third set, and the way she went for her shots when the time called for that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, really, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I said, you know, good good for you, yeah, uh, you know, to step up and, and to start taking your place, and and uh, you know, to be one of the forces in the game, and uh, I, I I hope that. You know, I'm going to say it again. I hope she doesn't go for the, the funk after winning a Grand Slam and, and think that she can live off of that for five years. I hope she says, I'm on a roll now. I'm going to stay on it, and, and uh, I'm going to play the kind of tennis necessary to, to keep putting me up there with a chance to win. Yeah, I don't think she will uh, for a couple reasons. Um, I think her game style being like a big server, you know, big thump, like that serve isn't going to go anywhere if she's able to take care of it that way she is, you know. She doesn't strike. I mean, obviously, she looks like she has fun, but it doesn't seem like somebody who would all of a sudden disappear and, and just party and, and live in this fame. I think, and if anything, she's going to use it as a springboard, hopefully, you know, to to be more confident, to, you know, move up the ranks. Um, I think the match kind of played out perfect for her because, like, mm-hmm. boom, she starts double faulting. She gets, like, broken right away. You're like, this. she has every excuse to almost fold. You know what I mean? She's like, she could right. just keep double faulting. She lost the first set. You know, she could just be like, well, she made the final now. It's another improvement. You know, she's still building, but like she, she buckles down, gets the second set, doesn't do another double fault the rest of the match, you mm-hmm. know? And then in the third set, there were breaks. They broke each other back and forth. Rybakina saved like two or three match points. It took her three or four match points to, to finally close it out. So I think all those things like proved to herself, like, hey, like I can win matches, you know, like she won the first 11 matches of the year without losing a set. So she knows she right. can win that way. But now she knows she can win by losing uh, the first set by double faulting five in the first set. Who cares? Reset. Don't do any of the rest of the way. Take care of it. Boom. She comes back. Boom. Grand Slam champion. Right. 
Nothing so. like winning your first Grand Slam. Yeah. You know, winning your first, oh, my God, the feeling that you get. I mean, you feel like you're on top of the world. You know, let's face it. Every tournament you win, you're on top of the world. But your first Grand Slam sets you apart from so many of the other players, you know, that uh, that have not won a Grand Slam. So, you know, the the confidence and, and, and uh, you know, the feeling that you have now, if she takes that forward and builds on that, you know, and, and I want to say it again, they've got five or six people around them. Mm-hmm. They should understand that. Yeah. What it's going to take to keep her there now and, and not let her, you know, take a step back, you know, take that step forward and, and keep pushing and grinding and working and, and to, you know, to start taking your place where you should be in the rankings. Mm-hmm. You know, don't worry about being number five or four. There's one, there's always one thing you strive for and that's to be the best. Yeah. And, and there's only one number one, you know, so being that number one is, is an amazing feeling just like winning your first grand slam. But when you're number one, whoo, what a feeling that is. You're the best tennis player in the world. Yeah. Can you imagine how many people play tennis? Yeah. And you're the best of all that. So if that if that's not a drive and that's not uh, a push in the direction of 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 saying I'm not done yet I'm going to keep going I don't know what is right. One thing I like too is um, all the stupid stuff with the politics and the flag and they can't have the flag and all this stuff. That's the one beautiful thing about sports is mm-hmm. so much ev- almost everything else in media that you turn on TV movies music news, everything, the person you're seeing has been chosen for the most part. Someone has given them an opportunity, has put them in a role. But like, you know, everyone, mostly in media, has to be chosen by somebody above them and say, hey, you're given this opportunity, meaning they have like some level of control over them maybe later on in, mm-hmm. in, some, in some form, right? right? So like, you know, probably not a lot of Russian actors have been uh, uh, cast since the war started or some stupid shit like that because they can choose not to choose those actors instead for someone else. Mm-hmm. But in sports... Mm-hmm doesn't happen doesn't matter you can take her flag away you can try and say she doesn't you know she can't be proud of where she's from and all that shit but in the end the best tennis players are going to show up at the tournaments and win the matches and get to the finals and win the fucking tournament nothing like it and so it's pretty i mean i don't like the war i don't like any of that shit but I, i think it's lame to blame athletes and so it was pretty gratifying to see a girl born in moscow playing a girl a belarusian girl battling it out at a sport no politics it was just a great tennis match between two really good girl women athletes you know putting on great tennis players (laughs) right yeah you know and so i just thought that was really cool and it kind of just put it in perspective for me on a lot of things no it's great because we we were always told uh growing up that, that sports transcended politics you know, all that stuff was uh, put aside, but, you know, it doesn't seem to be, it, it doesn't seem to have been that way. Uh, but now uh, with the Australian Open and uh, Sabalenka winning and and, uh, and the finalist. Rabakina. And, and Rabakina, yeah. right. Uh, and, and now Djokovic, right. you know, back, back into the Australian Open after being kept out last year because he didn't get vaccinated and, you know, a lot of the, the hoopla that was around that. And he comes in 
and 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 goes through the tournament like he had he had a mission. He was on a mission. You know he was. Right. And and, and because I, I I know how I would have felt, and I felt for him. Yeah. You know that that he was he was kept out of the tournament last year. You know uh, whether right or whether wrong. You know the COVID, the pandemic, vaccinations. We can go through all that. It's already you know we're, it's like beating a dead horse. We've done that enough. Right. And and but but for him him to come in there, you knew he was on a mission, and that he was going to do everything he could to play the kind of tennis necessary to win that tournament. And and he started out again. Only one guy can win the Grand Slam now. Yeah. And that's him. Yep. And he's in in such a position now. You know to when uh, let's see, I'm trying to 22 to grand off. slams I, now. So he's I, tied I with Rafa. He's got, he's tried tied with Rafa for 22. Mm-hmm. What's next? The French. Yep. Then that'll that's be interesting. Rafa's favorite. Yeah. That's Rafa's favorite. Then what? Wimbledon. Who won Wimbledon last year? Joker. Yeah. You know, then, then what? The U S open. He was kept out of the U S open. Oh my God. You know, where, where can this end for him? Mm-hmm. You know, Federer is gone. Yeah. You know, he, he's re, he's retired. It seems that you know, that Rafa is is getting a little bit older. We all do. I'm I'm not, you know, degrading that because it happens. But he's getting injury prone. You know, I hope he comes back and 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 gives uh, all these young guys and Djokovic a, a run for their money at the French because you know that's what he's going to be gearing for coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this year is going to in in the men's and the women's is going to be for me really interesting to watch because of that. You know, who is Rafa going to be able to spin it around and get healthy and be ready for the French? Can Djokovic keep his game at that level and 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 stay on that run that uh, that he's on right now and win uh, three, well, two or three other tournaments and then the French? And is Sabalenka going to be able to continue on at this level that mm-hmm. that she has for the past couple of weeks and 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 uh, and bring that same game? to not not the Australian Open, but to Palm Springs or to Miami and then into the French and into Wimbledon. It's going to be really interesting because mm-hmm. you've got old guys trying to stay on top. You've got young, young men and women trying to make their name to get to the top. So it's a really fun time, actually, in tennis. It it's is kind a fun of, time. It's this transition time and, and, and it's new and different players. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify and the moment another business's dream becomes a reality. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. No matter what you're selling, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. What I love about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify is there to empower you with the confidence and control to revolutionize your business 
and take it to the next level. Now it's your turn to get serious about selling and try Shopify today. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Connors, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash Connors for a $1 per month trial period. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk to me real quick, though, about Djokovic. What a difference a year makes, right? He goes down there. He was kept out, vilified, you know, treated pretty shitty, man. Like in the press, he was brutalized by about 99.9% of the people came out negative against him. Um, So he comes back. He goes undefeated. He takes another one of their Australian Open titles home with them where they sent him a year ago. Um, he wanted it so bad that it came out that he had like a, he had like a two or three centimeter millimeter. I don't know what it is. Tear in his hamstring, you know, the injury that he, that he was dealing with the whole tournament, you know, he had the trainer come out a couple of times and you know, whatever though, he kept playing through it. I mean, and that, Mm -hmm. I mean, does that almost just show you how much it meant to him to kind of, I don't want to say shove it in their face, but that, that's how yeah, I would say no, it. But like, no, you know. but, but yeah, I, I keep going back to my, uh, my favorite movie roadhouse, <laughs> you know, when, uh, when, when, uh, Patrick Swayze is in, you know, getting, uh, stitches after being stay, uh, yeah. stabbed pain don't hurt. And, and, and he says, pain don't hurt. <laughs> you know, it's funny what drives you that you can play through that. Uh, and, and, you know, you know that that uh, doesn't feel good, Mm-mm. you know, if you have a tear in, in anything, you know, but his drive and, and his feeling of, you know, I hate to, I don't want to say getting even. Yeah, all right. I want to say it getting even, you know, let's face it. They might have kept him from winning it last year, too. Probably. You know, so, yeah. So, I mean, how do you how do you look at that? You know, if it was, you know, if it was me and, and I'm looking at me because, you know, I've been in that position, Brett. And, and there's, there's a drive that says, I'll do anything to win this, <laughs> anything, yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah. And, and he was, was willing to do that. And I, I, I listen, I like him. For you sure. Know, the guy has stood up for, for his beliefs, right or wrong. Some people are going to say, move him to the left. The other is going to say, move him to the right. Yeah, you know, but, but he has stood up for his beliefs and he was willing to stick by that to the point of being ostracized from the game. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, 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 you know, yeah. that's brutal, you know, and, and, you know, listen, I, I, I can identify, I was ostracized, you know, from the French and, you know, from playing some tournaments and stuff like that. So, you know, what the hell go in there and, and, you know, do your job, you know, when that's the only way to get even, you know, and, and I hate to say that because it sounds like, Oh God, he's angry. You know, I'm not angry. I just know how how many of those people that have crapped on him last year and all that are kissing his ass now. All of them. That's what yeah, I was just, I was just gonna say that. Go. That's what's there funny. To, that's what's funny to watch. I can't. It's like almost I can't stomach it. You know, like yeah. every person who was telling you what a despicable human he was, you know, what a piece of shit he was for all this, and he's a liar, and he's a this, and he's a that, and then now they're like, 
you know, no, he's great. I mean, it was just, you know, what up? Huh? You know, like, no, uh, that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. It's like, it's like makes you wonder, does just everybody kind of blow with the wind? Is it just like yeah. whatever, like everyone else is doing, should I do the thing? Uh, like, you know, go ahead yeah. and have your own take and go ahead and right. step on a limb maybe once in a while. Because it was never like his reasoning for all of it was some dumb shit reasoning. It was very like educated and thought out. My body, health, I'm an athlete. I make my living off my body, like, whatever. You don't have to get that far into right. it. But, but it was like he was no, treated but, like but he Brad, was a buffoon. You know, going, going back to a year ago on Advantage Connors, we, talk, we talked about that. You know, we we talked about him playing and and not being able to and 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 uh, you know let's let's face it, he was also kept out of the U.S. Open, right? Yeah, he was Indian kept Wells, out of the US Miami. Open. You know, Cincinnati. But, but you you know you walk in the U.S. Open and you're sitting in the stands and now one person has a freaking mask on, <laughs> right? So, or had to be you know, vaccinated. So, uh, what the hell? Right. Uh, you know how do you know? I, anyway, you know that that's. Whatever. That's not above my pay grade. <laughs> I, I, I can talk, I'll talk about that. Yeah. You know, well, you but, could but, you could uh, see how much it meant to him when he went over to his yes. you know to his box and he like was like crying. It was like you could tell the release of like the last you know uh, thirteen months or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, in that moment, must have been pretty gratifying <clears throat> for him, and I was pretty happy. Like you said, I like him. That this whole last year has made me more of a fan, like way more than I ever was. Like I've always enjoyed watching mm -hmm. him play, and he's. Great player, blah, blah, blah. But then I don't know. I've got a lot more respect for him seeing somebody stand up for what they believe in and stick to it. And if it, and, they, and, and, and I'm, I'm just, you know, we, we could talk about all that, but I want to say this the guy is one fucking great tennis player. Right. Hey, you know, he, he is not afraid to go out there and, and to play the game, his game, his game, win or lose. He, he'll, he's not afraid to put it on the line. He knows he's got a bullseye on his back, even more now. Yeah, and, and he's not afraid against all these young guys to still, you know, and, and, and by the way, the young guys had some pretty good, uh, pretty good tournament too down, down under, by the way, mm -hmm. some of the young guys. But, but he's, not, he's not afraid of that. You know, he plays, he plays the game. He's not afraid to mix it up. He's not afraid to take the ball early. He's not afraid to hit 20 balls a point. He's, he's not afraid to figure out a way to win. Yep. And, and, you know, to me, I, I like seeing that. Well, like what else do you want? I, I, I you know, and like I a player. Fuck. You know, <laughs> I, am I talking too much? I, it's not, I haven't <laughs> talked in 30 years. Am I talking too much no. now? I mean, but, I, uh, I, but, I know what you mean. Like it's, he is a great player. Like it's just, I worked the Olympics and I worked with somebody and we were talking about it and they said, I hate Djokovic. And blah, 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 blah. And this was before the vaccine stuff. This was just, and I was like, I'm like, how do you hate him? Like, even right. if you don't like him as a person, he's too good of like what he does to like, oh, you're going to hate that. You're going to maybe hate right. the greatest who have ever touched it. You're going to just exclude that in your mind because like, yeah, you don't like but, the way but, he but blanks. They got to find, they got to find some reason not to like him because they like somebody else even more. Yeah. But it's yeah, just, you know, which, which is okay. That's okay. That's why that's what makes rivalries. Right. That's why rivalries are so great because you got play, this guy A who uh, who likes this guy yeah. and and this guy B who likes Djokovic. That's what makes rivalries. That's why people show up to watch uh, watch the game, watch the match, watch the excitement. That's what's always so funny to me about like the, you know, when they everyone debates, uh, you know, J Joker, Fed, Rafa and they, they, you know they get pretty mean about it online. And you're yeah. like, uh, but like all of them need each other to be what they are. 
Right. You, you know, like Fed doesn't get pushed when he was dominating unless Rafa comes along. And then Djokovic comes along and pushes both of them, you know, and then they keep pushing each other into their late 30s and 40s, you know. Yeah. So it's like a weird thing to like have hate versus one of these players. But getting off on a little tangent there. Uh, no, but that's OK. I'm just going to say this and then we'll go off on something else. Hate drives. Hate drives you. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, some sometimes. You know, whether I don't care if you're a tennis player or a golfer, uh, you know, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not going to talk for anybody else. Uh, I'm not going to do that because, boy, I got shit for that in the past. (laughs) So I'm going to say that sometimes you got to find a reason, find a reason to dig deeper and to come out on top and, and to win. So what is that? You know, where do you find that? What do you dig into to to go down into your guts? You know, and, and oh, what am I talking about again? Intangibles? Oh, I better not. I might get a slap on the wrist. Here we go again. <laughs> but I want to tell you, sometimes you got to find something that just, you know, burns you to the ground to come out on top. You know, ev- yep. every great player, they'll, they'll, they won't admit it, but they'll find something that pushes them to the limit. You yeah. know, yeah, I did. And, and once, once that hit, you could have shot me in the face and it wouldn't have mattered, <laughs> you know, but, but that's, that's, that's what, uh, you know, to me, that's what drives guys like Joe Montana, Wayne Gretzky, Pete Rose, Muhammad Ali, you know, they always can find something to dig down deeper to find, yep. you know, to, you know, to, to push them, you know, over the top to, you know, to where, you know, they, they, they continue to give it their all. I don't know. I might be talking out of my ass. I've talked it out, you know, talked out of there a few times before, but, but I'm just saying, I like a guy like that. Yeah. You know, he's not afraid to put it on the line and, and to stand up for his beliefs and good for him. 22 grand slams, his 10th Australian open, 10 grand that's slams am- that's amazing. on a hard court. Yeah, yeah. Does that seem Brent, crazier? Brent, Cause it's on look, a hard court this, too. Though. Look at this, his 10th Australian open. Rafa has had how many French? 14. 13, 14, 14, I think. 14 French. Wimbledon's Federer had what? I think he seven, had nine. Eight. I think he had and, eight what, or nine. Yeah, but what, what, what about Joker? How many has he had? A lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- those guys are, are winning. If, if it wasn't for those three right now, where would the game be? Yeah. It would be a that, completely different of, game. It would be so, yeah. it would be shaped so differently, but. Yeah, I think I think Djokovic. You said that people have to find something to motivate him. I think Djokovic has that on reserve now, probably for the rest of his career. After what he went through last year, I think he Boy. handled it with a lot of class. To be honest, you know, he never never looked like he was bitter or you know trying to be spiteful. I don't know. I just thought he handled he, it well. He, then I'll say one thing: he's better at that than I am. Right. I would have been really, really bad at that. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Um, but anyway, all right. So, uh, Con- congrats to Savvy Joker, everybody who won and participated. Sitsi runner up, Rabakina. So, any last words on AO before we move on? No, it's time to move on. All right, cool. What did you see? We can go through this quick. We talked it last week with Reed, Patrick Reed, and Rory with T Gate. Well, that ended up playing out in the finest dramatic fashion as Rory defeated Reed by one stroke. I think he birdied 18 to do it. How mm. funny is that, that he was able to kind of shove it in his face and uh, get back at him? Yeah, but I, but I like that. I, I like a rivalry like that. I know golf, you know, you, you shouldn't have that, and that, that shouldn't be going on. And, 
and and blah blah blah. Uh, but but uh, is isn't that something that draws you? I mean, I know it draws me to watch that. Yeah, I was interested to see how that was going to play out, and mm. and who was going to come out on top. Uh, and I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm too old school. I, I should be living back in the 70s. Take me back. Will you take me back to the action? You know, when getting pissed off and and excited and, and enthused and yeah, uh, I mad mean, and, and willing. And I willing think it's to, good. You know, put wear your heart on your sleeve and, and do all that. You know, when, you know, all, all that did is show the kind of passion and the love and, and all that that one has for the game. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Am I wrong? No, no. But here's, here's my thing on it. It's a good rivalry, but we talked last week that it's LIV and then PGA. So they don't play each other that much, maybe in the majors. But then when you think about it, why are they playing this week? This isn't PGA. Well, that's true too. This right. isn't PGA and this isn't LIV. So isn't it kind of funny that Rory's pretty opinionated about the LIV tour? You know, he's mm-hmm. been pretty negative towards it. It cash money and, you know, Saudi Arabian money and all that stuff. And then, but this week wasn't a PGA event. You know, this, this, this was another, uh, it was in Dubai. So it was one of those kind of like other tours, right? Yeah. The deep, was it, the, was it uh, the, DP the DP world tour? Yeah. Yeah. The DP world, which is I think more uh, European right? or the European tour. So yeah. what do what do you think about like all that together with like the, them finishing? I think that's great. I mean, rivalries, I think people love that because they love to not like Reed. Reed's not like a, a very likable player. He had another incident this weekend with oh, the boy. rules where he hit a ball into a tree. And then, I, you know, he claimed that he knew the ball that was visible was his because the only way I think he would be able to get a drop is if you were able to actually identify your ball. But no one knows if it's really his ball. It's like 40 feet up in a tree, you know? <laughs> so well, uh, he, um, he must, he, somebody must have been up there. They had a bird's eye view. Yeah, some binocs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Yeah, but, I, yeah. well, I mean, you know, I, I guess uh, a lot of the guys uh, are looking to play less. But when it comes down to they have to play X amount of tournaments on the PGA Tour, do, do they have to play X amount of tournaments on the Live Tour also? And if they do, and they still, and they still, and they still want to play the majors, and they want to play the Masters and the British Open and and the U.S. Open and the, and yeah. the PGA. I think there's probably some that. sort of uh, amount you have to play. The schedule came yeah. out for for live. Let's see here. I have it right here. It's 14 events, seven countries. Oh, they're playing Mayakoba down in oh. uh, Cancun. I played there a year and a half ago. Great course. They're in Tucson. Shout out U of A. There are Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, Adelaide, Singapore, Tulsa, Oklahoma, with your favorite new shows, yep. D.C. Wow, Tulsa King. Yep. I love it. London, Greenbrier, and Valderrama, Spain, Bedminster, and Chicago, Miami, and wow. Jeddah. Uh, some good, uh, some big, big, big cities. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see it build. Play. Right. Good courses, right? I don't want to keep you too long. I know you're three hours ahead, but what did you think about this weekend's playoffs in the NFL. We got the Super Bowl set. Kansas City Chiefs. We got the Andy Reid Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs are going against the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of feels like the two best teams all year are playing. First two black quarterbacks to face off in the Super Bowl, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. what, what did you think about that? Did you watch any of it? 
I, you know what? I, I watched uh, sporadically a little bit here and a little bit there because I was on the golf course ah. and, and uh, you know, trying to you know, work on my handicap. But uh, I, I did see some of it. And, and, uh, but it seems to be that they've been the best teams uh, throughout the course of the year. And, and uh, you know, for them to win, I, I know Kansas City and Cincinnati, there, there might have been some questionable calls, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, with that. I, I, I do know that. Philadelphia has, has been a good team, you know, throughout the course of the year. San Francisco playing with their third string quarterback. He gets hurt. Then they go to their fourth string quarterback. Yeah, Johnson. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that, I watched that. But that, that game was pretty much over before halftime. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and, it, and it's too bad because San Francisco, you know, had really put their best foot forward. You know, getting you know they're they're pretty to, balanced. San Fran's yeah. pretty good. It's just a bummer. The one yeah. position you can't lose your starter at. You know, you can right. lose almost any starter at any other position and still probably hang in the game. But if you lose the quarterback, especially he's already the third stringer, and then the fourth string, it's just like that's too much to ask. That's too bad. But I can't I can't remember his name, Brett. The Brock third Purdy. Quarterback. Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, but he was seven and zero. Yeah, yeah, he was he playing was great. And then he got yeah, a, he was playing great, is right. And and it, what what happens if he doesn't get hurt? You don't you never know. Yeah. You don't know now, you know. But then, but he got a, guess, and it was bad injuries too. Like yeah. it, it was like yeah. something with his elbow where he might need Tommy John surgery, which is a tough oh, one to come God. back from. That's brutal. Um, it's, yeah, it's but, a bummer. But Mahomes, but Mahomes is hurt also. Yeah, his ankle. You know, yeah. But the the good thing about that is, you know, there's two weeks off before the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, so. He'll he'll have some time to heal. So you know that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think that uh, the matchup with Philly and Kansas City is is going to be one to really watch. And and I'm kind of excited about that because uh, I I think there's going to be some points scored. I haven't uh, I haven't quite looked at it yet. Uh, maybe you can help me here. What's the I'm line? Looking looking line? looking at it right now. Philadelphia minus one and a half. Over and under is fifty and a half. Yay! Wow. That's... Yeah. I might, li- I might like under 50, 50, 50 is 26, uh, 25. That's seven, seven touchdowns. Yeah. Seven touchdowns and, uh, and an extra point and an extra and a field goal to win it. So that, that's, uh, that's a lot. So the, the under might, might be worth taking, but uh, in, in the straight up bed, who do you like? Do you like uh, Kansas city or, or do you like, Bill? <sighs> it's tough. I mean, I feel like um, Hertz is good. I feel like Philly is like the most balanced team maybe in the league. They're so good at uh, offensive line, running game. They got a really good defense. Um, and Hertz kind of just has been steering. They haven't been challenged. They played the Giants who weren't really that good. And then they got this last week. Once once you saw Purdy was hurt, they weren't going to – their game plan probably got a lot less risky. And right. then uh, once they got the lead, they just kind of like milked it away. Um, Island's tough to bet against Mahomes, you know, like, especially, you know, he's, this is his third Super Bowl. He's been there. He's got a ring. How's Hertz going to perform under the big lights? But I don't know, man. Hertz can just take the ball and run too. Like he's, he's almost like, he's got skills. Yeah. He's got skills. He's really fun to watch. And, uh, I just want a good game, man. Like, I don't really have a feel for it right now. I think the under would be my pick if I had to say anything just at first glance. What about you? I think here, here's my thought. I think that there's one mom out there that's going to have a tough time rooting for either side. Kelsey. And then that's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and that story to me 
that is heartwarming. Pretty neat. You know, that those, uh, uh, that those two brothers are up against each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's really uh, cool. Travis, it's, it's, Travis Kelsey is uh, the tight end for Kansas city yeah. and his brother's the center right. for Philly. Right. And, and you see on TV that they're changing uh, jerseys. And, and I, I think it, it's Travis that uh, you know, leans in and kisses his brother. Nice. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's such a heartwarming story. And, you know, I kind of feel for the mom, you yeah. know, that, uh, you know, I mean, she's got to be so proud anyway, that, that both of her sons and, and what they have, what they have done and been able to accomplish in their careers. Now they're meeting in, you know, the biggest game, you know, of, uh, you know, of, of lives, all time yeah. for, you know, for football in the Super Bowl. And uh, it's got to be exciting, you know, not only for for the two of them, but, you know, the mom has got to be, you know, her heart's got to be pounding. And yeah. I'll be watching that. I, and I hope they show her. Yeah, I they wanna, will. Wanna, Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be cutting I, away I to her. So. That's what I want to be looking for. Yeah, she'll be there. It's uh, they said something like, uh, you know, he was rooting for Kansas City because they played after. And he's like, after the game's over, it's the last time I'm rooting for Kansas City the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Ed, I want to I want to be looking uh, watching the game to, for her and also for the Clydesdale commercials. Those are always my favorite. So yeah. I hope they bring those back. And the prop those. bets. You know, there'll be about 2,000 prop bets uh, going crazy. We'll look at some of those uh, for next week before the game. Well, that's um, where I went broke. In yeah. The past, by yeah. The, way. the over and under <laughs> on the uh, national anthem always go over because they always, right. they, they rush through it more in the practice and then they embellish it in the, in the real and one. And then the toying cost. Yeah. Uh, the toying cost always got me. <laughs> The, the toying costs? <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> that too. All right, you're done. Go get in bed. I'm <laughs> You've been I'm on tired. the plane all day. <laughs> uh, coin toss. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm oh. sitting here. Bella's here. We're going to go help Melina bring some uh, groceries in. I think she'll be home in about 10 minutes. So that's it. I think uh, I got nothing else. Well, you got anything? It's been it's been good. It's uh, late here. I, I've got a, an early tea time tomorrow. I want to go and play nine holes. I don't want to do too much tomorrow because I, I've got a tough weekend uh, on the golf course. But I want to go get up and, and play nine holes early and then I'll get my exercise in and have some dinner with OBS. And uh, that's kind of my day. But uh, it's kind of it's kind of nice to, to get a, away from Santa Barbara a little bit. And uh, I know uh, I was kind of teetering uh, whether I was going to come or not. And, and your mom said, you know, if you don't go, I'll be mad at you. You, you need to get away <laughs> for a little bit and, and uh, you know, and also give her a break. And I, I'm sure she doesn't mind that too. So, right. but I, I miss being at home, but I'm happy to be down here and uh, I miss you and, and Melina and Bella. So uh, you can follow us at, yep. at Advantage Connors and you can follow me at, at Jimmy Connors on Twitter. Nice. Uh, at ADV Connors. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That sounds good. You have fun down there. I know you got a lot of buddies and, and Aubrey and Casey. Give them my love. Tell Schnittles what's up. Uh, are you going to have dinner? Are you going to see Dibs? Got to see Dibs. I'm going right? to give him a call tomorrow and, and I want to ask him if he wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, get he him would. on. To tell, yeah. No more talk. I want results. <laughs> I need That's Cartier. That's gonna be tough to get from him, but I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it a little I'm, bit at a time. I need Cartier <laughs> dibs on ASAP. <laughs> I, I love you. All you right. take care, and and uh, I'll, I'll be seeing you soon. But we'll be talking again next week on Advantage Counters podcast. Thanks for everyone for listening. We'll see you soon. Peace. 